Welcome to the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. I'm Cassie Hausauer, published writer, wine lover, and founder of the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots blog. Each week, I will be bringing you a guest interview with the faces of those in the Western and Rodeo community, getting an up-close and personal look into their lives and season. Welcome to the fifth episode of the podcast. I apologize for the long break since the last podcast, which was with Jackie Ganter during the Innisfail Pro Rodeo, but we're back now. I have two interviews on this podcast for you, so I'm going to keep my intro short, but before we get into those, I want to give out two shout-outs. Number one, shout-out to Justine Elliott for winning the Canadian High School Rodeo Association Finals in the barrel racing, winning all three goes in her rookie year, and ending up third at the National High School Rodeo Association Finals down in Gillette on her great horse Blondie. I can't wait to watch these two at the Amateur Rodeo Finals this fall. My second shout-out is to Carmen Pazabon, who is leading the CPRA standings with over $25,000 won, and she set a new arena record on her mare rip during her run at the runaway at the Cal Nash Ag Event Center in Pinoca, Alberta, running a blistering 16906, damn near a 168. It was unreal to watch, and if you haven't watched this run just yet, you can check it out on the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots YouTube page, along with other highlights from that weekend. With that, it leads me to my two guests for podcast number five. I had the chance to chat with Lacey Shock Fife, the owner of Leather and Lace, about her past weekend, and I chatted with one of the big winners, Krista Winsness. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Here we are. We are with Lacey Shock Fife. Newly married, congratulations, owner of Leather and Lace and the producer of The Runaway and The Breeze. You finally got your voice back. How are you feeling after this past weekend? I'm actually feeling amazing, yes. My voice is, is back. It's a little little raspy here and there, but um, it's it's been unbelievable. I, I just don't even really have words for it. Yeah, no doubt. That was a huge weekend. How much money, including the open jackpot, the breeze, and the runaway, how much was paid out? Just over $330,000 in cash, prizes, and draws were given out. That's amazing. You should be very proud of yourself. Like, high five, sister. That is, that's great. That's huge. Yeah. It is huge. um, But it's really, you know... It's the community support, it's the people that come out, it's our sponsors that all make this possible. Without all of those people, it wouldn't happen, you know, and we had 477 people in our open jackpot, like that community support is is unbelievable, so thank you to every single person that stepped foot on Cal Nash's ground that weekend because you helped make that possible. Yeah, there's there's a ton of girls there. Like when I drove by, I wasn't sure if it was ABRA finals or if I was there for the runaway in the breeze. It's it's amazing how many people look forward to this event. And I mean, the next couple of years, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. So that's awesome. And also, I feel knowing like those races are so exciting because you know that it's possible for someone to run a seventeen zero or for someone to run a seventeen or pardon me a sixteen nine, which we saw, yeah. which was amazing. And so then to be running in this, you've got to be running high seventeens or low eighteens to be taking home a check, whether that's the two D or the three D. And that's awesome. That's great to see. Makes for a really good horse race. It is. It is a gritty race, and and what I love about it is the fact that. You pay to play. 
Yeah. So you see all levels of horses and it, it, it isn't just solely, you know, pro level girls that are sitting at the top. If you take a look at it, it's everybody, yeah. you know, and it really opens up the field because people, you, you may not have the ability to go pro. You may have family, you may have uh, work, you may have just financially not possible at this point in time in your life. Yeah. So to have this arena where it's like you have a horse that can run, you can condition it and show up and, and play. Yeah, you know, totally. For big money. And I think that's a really cool thing because it's not about who you are or anything else. It's about what can you do now? Like, let's go, let's run, let's, let's see where the chips fall. Yeah, exactly. Um, over the weekend, you signed checks, like you said, for over $300,000. That's a lot of money. And to some, it's life changing. What, what is that feeling like for you knowing that you might've changed a person's life? You know, I don't, um, my, my main concern, like Monday, I actually sit down and go through all of the accounting. In fact, everybody whose documents were correct, yeah. they got taxed. Their money was sent Monday evening wow. before the bank closed. Yeah. And so it's really an accounting standpoint for me. I sit down and I not only break it down from who, who what does it say on Rodeo Go stats versus what do we have for our gain information of who actually ran mm-hmm. to what what slot number did they actually run in to reference that back to what the original slot owner, who that was and what number that was, to then trace it back and to make sure all the documents are correct. Yeah. So it's a lot of accounting on my part yeah. and really due diligence to make sure that all of the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed before yeah. any money is released. And that's why, like I say, everybody's paid out. I think everybody's paid out except for two individuals. And that's just because I don't have a rental agreement and I don't have proper witness signatures. I bet they're hustling to I, get that done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So other than that, like, I mean, if the documents are correct and everything's an original signature, it's done. It's done on Monday. Um and, uh, in fact, uh, Callahan Crosby actually came, picked up her check Monday evening at eight o'clock. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. Um, but really what's, where I see it is, is when I send the texts to say, Hey, this is coming your way. Here's your confirmation number. And I get that response back where people tell me how much it means to them. Yeah. That's where I get to take a breath because, you, I even had one where I was in, I, I cried, you know, and I called my family and said, you've got to listen to this, Yeah, you know, to, to touch someone's life in that way is unbelievable. And I feel extremely privileged to be able to be in a position where I even receive those texts to read them, you know, mm. let alone that they were meant for me, you know, like it's just, it's a, it's an astounding privilege. And I'm very, very thankful that. I get the chance to do that. Yeah, that's a feel-good thing. Like, you're not just putting on a barrel race for a whole bunch of barrel racers. You are changing lives with that money. And, yeah, to be able to have those messages, that's great. Uh, How does this event, uh, in reality, compare to what you had envisioned when you first started? Completely different. Yeah? (laughs) I personally would have never expected to be running the second year we're not even a full year because our first race was september 19th yeah so our second race is july like july uh sorry i'm thinking 2018 dates already (laughs) but the end of july for this year yeah um that's not even a full year away and we're seeing 
the level of competitors that we are, the people that we are, the like 477 and open jackpot, like that's an astounding level of success, Mm -hmm. you know, and I attribute it to the community support a hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone is behind you on this, which is really great to see. Great feeling, you know, and my job, I look at it as is I focus on doing every small detail to the best of my ability, the way it should be done, no matter how tired I am or how frustrated I am or whether it's the ninth hour and I have, there's no excuse. My job is to continue and do the best job I can in everything, whether it's answering messages or listening to concerns and changing things and making things better or whatever I can do. That's my job, you know, and I am, I don't give myself excuses. You know, there is no, you're tired. It's get it done and get it done a hundred percent right. The way that you would do it on your best day. Yeah, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's that's awesome to hear from you. Um, during the breeze, you had announced that there might be changes being made to the breeze. Are you able to announce on this podcast the changes that are going to be made and why? Or do you want to keep that down on the down low right now? I, I can't announce fully because I need to have discussions with my owners at okay. this point yep. and really hear their thoughts and, and let them know information of, you know, what I have heard because I do, um, being, being the person who organizes the event, I hear everything, yeah. you know? So, you know, relaying those messages and saying, Hey, you know what? I have heard nonstop. And I mean, every conversation I have that people want to see the breeze be a seven tenths 3d mirror the runaway Uh so two races almost identical just except for you know the entry fee and the payout yeah um and and so we need to have those discussions and I need to inform my owners of what conversations I've been hearing non-stop yeah because from day one I have put it to a vote and encouraged people to have their opinions heard and we we do what people you know like let's hear what everybody's thoughts are and let's make those changes so now is no different but the difference is is I still need to have those conversations now with the owners yeah they play a big part into it obviously it's a lot of money up and you got to hear out what they have to say about it so if you do, Definitely. if that's if that's what you're hearing is they want it to be a three three D with a seven tenths, does that mean that you would open up more slots or that the the entry fees would pay? What would be different to make Just it still more a good time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would um and actually it works out to the benefit. So the entry fee would be the same, the payout would be the same. It would just be in right now it's hundred and fifteen slots. Yeah. It would go to like hundred and fifty five or what have you. Yeah. So in, in technicality, if you calculate it out, your odds actually increase that way. Oh good. Yeah, so you actually have a better chance of winning cash. Um yeah, so that would be the answer right there. <laughs> Good. Perfect. You covered that. All right. Um, in the future from leather and lace, do you think that there will be a true one D slot race where you're just paying out the top 10 girls or is, are we not there yet? Um, I think we're getting closer. Uh, I would say originally I had planned for a five year kind of forecast on that. Yeah. Um, I certainly didn't expect the, the unbelievable success this year. Yeah. Um, it's definitely in my head, but as an organization, we have to grow at an appropriate level. Yeah. You know, 
and and that's right now we just need to look at what our current races are and really you know how can we make that better i don't know if we're quite ready for that but it's definitely this is the event that you're going to see it yeah this is the event that has the names that has the horsepower like the power horses that we've seen this weekend are insane and and we're going to see more and more of that you know and it's and it's a lot of the a lot of the competitors that are here in Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitoba that are working with their horses that are bringing those horses up to the next level now. Yeah. So those level of competitors we haven't even seen, and I've seen some horses there that are like they're fresh, they haven't been rugged all year long, and these and these competitors are fierce yeah and so it's going to be an interesting race for a few years but this will be the event that will have the horsepower the competitor level to to do that for sure yeah definitely well that's exciting to look forward to eventually well you are heading out on vacation what are you going to do on your vacation time i'm going to the mountains where there's there's no cell service yeah that's a good idea uh, yeah i can enjoy you know, God's country and, and just take it in. And I think that, um, it's important for me too to, to take a breath so that I'm back and I'm fresh and I have a huge smile on my face and I can, and I can, you know, give her again, you know, and dig in again and go for it. And if you don't take those times for yourself and especially, like I said, God, God's country, if you don't, if you don't go out and just experience that peacefulness and mm-hmm. have that in your heart, you know, you get too overwhelmed. You have to take time in your life to just be thankful and, and thank God for every gift that you have, you know? Yeah, yeah that is true. Very true. Also, I'd like to make note of um, we had Taylor Jacob. I mean, she's got the NFR record arena record like that's amazing we had jackie ganner on jet and on baby j that was amazing we had callahan crosley on brownie like to see those ladies i just want to make mention that seeing those ladies there at our jackpot or your jackpot i still call it our as you've mentioned the community so many times um seeing them there and then looking over social media and seeing so many young ladies older ladies taking pictures those those three girls at the level that they're at, they still took the time to talk to people, and I don't know, I I just thought that it was really nice to see that from them, like the camaraderie, and just them to take the time not, you know, sometimes you wonder, someone at that caliber, if they're, they're in their own world, and they're too focused on the race, like, I just thought it was really nice that they could take the time they took pictures and they answered questions and stopped to talk to people, I thought that was great to see, and I'm really glad that they were there. I think they couldn't, the, the three ladies are a class act yeah, and couldn't have had any better people there. And I've spoken to each of them. And like I said, a, a class act, yeah, they really you know, are. yeah, it was, you know, they are, they are the people we look up to in our sport, the people that, you know, a lot of us measure our runs against, you yeah. know, and so to, to take the time to do that is is not required of them in any way. And definitely, you know, it, it means so much, you know. And I would have to say to each of one of them, thank you for coming and thank you for doing that. Because you you made 
someone's entire year. And I've, and I've seen that on Facebook yeah. where individuals will say like, my year has been made right there. Like I got to talk to, you know, uh, Taylor Jacobs or I got to talk to Calhoun Crosby or, you know, and it's just, it, it, it just, you change someone's life. Yeah. You know? It's really cool. I thought that was great that they were there. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much, Lacey. I hope you enjoy your holidays, and uh, I'm looking forward to next year's races already. Hopefully, maybe Stella will be ready to go, and I'll get to join in on the fun, but probably probably in the open, obviously. But, yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, thank you. You never so- know. Next year is 27th, 28th, and 29th of July. Oh, perfect. Okay, marking that on the calendar. Ladies, I hope yeah, you do, so, too. <laughs> yeah, and I like I said... Um, just after my holidays, I'm going to come back. We're going to talk to the owners. We're going to get things ramped back up and get more information out there. So the website will be the place to go to for all of your information. I'm going to revamp that in the next week or so and get that ready and focused for 2018. Perfect. Well, I can't wait. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the time that you took to to talk to me today. And also, I want to do a shout out. Your Facebook updates and your website were just unbelievable. Um, I thank you so, so much. You did a beautiful job. And anyone who's listening, do turn in to her website and Facebook page because she had information almost before. She actually had information before I did at some point. So um, you you are the person that uh, people want to keep their finger on the pulse with you for sure. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Lacey. Here we are with uh, Krista Winsness, the winner of the 3D at the Runaway, and she took home $20,000. Krista, how are you doing? I'm really good. Still <laughs> a little bit in disbelief. It's all still a little surreal. I walk around in my yard thinking to myself, who wins twenty grand?" <laughs> right? Right? So yeah. first, tell me about your mare, Sasha, and uh, how your year's been going. Well, Sasha is 10 this year, 10 or 11 this year, and I found last year she finally matured enough to yeah. be able to handle uh, some of the bigger barrel races and even to be able to rodeo on. Yeah. Uh, she, I bought her as a three-year-old. Yeah. Actually, I almost didn't buy her as <laughs> a three-year-old. <laughs> she just kind of got on the trailer that day. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty glad she did. Yeah. And so the the year has been, it's been good. We found new gears. We found new speed. Yeah. We made some changes. Um, along with that speed, we've had some road bumps, of yeah. course. So, yeah. But you take your wins and you live for your successes. So it's been a good year. Yeah, I'd say, like, I've watched you and Sasha, even at the jackpot across the road that I host, and... Uh, you guys are almost setting arena records over there, so that's it's been really awesome to watch. Um, Thanks. So you have quite the interesting story leading up to going to the Runaway. I mean, you, you don't own that slot. You rented it, right? Can you tell everyone just the story? I'll let you take over and you tell a story. Sure. So, uh, like I said, it's been kind of an up and down year. We've had some really great runs and some really mediocre runs. Yeah. And... Um, as far as like making any money, we always kind of just sort of were just out or way out or kind of just all over the place yeah. and nothing consistent. And so I looked at when we thought about the slot race, we were looking at what wins the slot race, how the D's were set up, were probably going to play out. And we knew sort of where my horses were running. Yeah. 
And so it just kind of, it came to me one day that it was just time to push all the chips across the table. And so I proposed the idea to my husband, William, and he was like, okay, you can do this, but you realize if you do this, you have to be prepared to pull shoes if you bring nothing home. Yeah. Like we are just, it's August here. It's tight. You haven't won enough to keep going. Like, I don't mind. He was very supportive, but at the same time, he's like, you're all in. And I'm like, okay, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so we, there was a slot basically for rent on Facebook, and we bought it. Awesome. And rented it. And like I said, we just pushed all the chips across the table. Yeah, here you go. And then, so then when you went and made your run, you ran an 18.308, which puts you like, the bar was a 3.06 someone had to run, and you were just two thousandths of a second off of it. Um, so what did you? how did you feel about your run? God had a plan. That's yeah. all I can say about that first. Um, I was actually quite angry because <laughs> in my head I was aiming for the 2D. Um, she had run a really low 17.9, and I had had a little bit of a sloppy barrel. And so I knew if I cleaned that up, I could be pretty fast on her. Yeah. And I mean, the 2D, the 2D was my goal. Yeah. Uh, when she blew the first barrel like she did, I kind of thought, oh, what have you done? And so, <laughs> <laughs> so, and I mean, looking back at the video, it was totally my fault. I had bad line over the first. Um, I didn't set her up for success. So that's on me. But I was pretty angry and disappointed with the both of us when I got to the trailer. And um, William met me at the trailer and he was dancing around. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you happy? (laughs) (laughs) I was just so disappointed because it felt like I had failed. Like I I had set that goal and I hadn't made it. I kind of, and yeah. And he is like, you have the 3D. The thought of that, that, well, what do you mean? I have the 3D. He's like, you're first in the 3D. (laughs) And I was like, really? And yeah, you're right. To be two one thousandths of a second where that, like, bang on to that run, that was, yeah, like I said, God had a plan. And it wasn't for me to run the 17.6 or 7 that I needed, but he sure gave me what I needed. No kidding. It gives me goosebumps when you, like, go through and you talk about it. Because, like, I have... I've done the same thing, like, oh, my run didn't go as good as it was, it was one of, like, an early slot race a long time ago, and yeah, I thought to fall into the 3D, but it wasn't for $20,000, so that feeling is, like, <laughs> magnified times 100 just to go from, like, utter disappointment, like, your season was going to be over, da 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 to, by the way, not only are you going to be able to keep going, but, like, this is life-changing, this is going to, like, help pay this and that, like, $20,000 is a lot, yeah, it's a lot of money, and it's really a, it's a game changer a little bit for our farm. I mean, this time of year is the time of year when we eat hot dogs and craft dinner, and we drink cheap beer because yeah, <laughs> you know you're at the end of the of last year's calf cycle, and you're heading into the new one. But you know you want your calves to be the best, so you hold off selling them. But yeah, everything was just so tight. Now we can do things like we pay the fuel bill and the vet bills off and uh, I, I think I'm going to get new tires put on my truck. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> right? All those things that you're just sort of eking along and yeah, we're, we're really, 
over the moon. Ah, oh, that's so awesome, Krista. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to hear that story, and I think a lot of other people will be able to relate to that in different ways, like knowing, you know, this this could be it. Do we enter it or do we not? I'm sure the other winners have similar stories like that, so that's really cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Every, yeah, everybody has their struggles, and everybody wonders what they do or why they, why they do it, but I guess, um, yeah, sometimes you just gotta, if you're thinking about it, you're not sure to do it, I mean, sometimes you just gotta gamble. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it pays like it did on this one. And I mean, other times it doesn't pay off, but it's all part of the process. Right, exactly. And like, yeah, that's just it. We are, we really are professional gamblers in this barrel racing, jackpotting (laughs) rodeo sport that we love because you don't, like you had said in an interview prior, you don't win the 3D, you don't win the 2D, you fall into those. And so that is totally just sheer luck. And yeah, it paid off for you. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know what, I knew I couldn't run the 17-0. We're just not there yet. Yeah. And I mean, so when we entered, we played the odds. Yeah. You know, what was going, what time frame could be the 2D? What was going to be the 3D? And where do you compare and where do you fall into that? Yeah. Ah, well, good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was wonderful Thanks. to get to chat with you and uh, I will talk to you again soon. Congrats once again. So thank yeah. you. Take care. Well, and oh yeah. Before you go, Cass, I just want to thank Lacey for all her hard work in yes. putting on this event. Yes. Um, the work that she does do, it, it does change lives. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, Krista. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.